0: Know the Source on one Radio Network. Or as we used to say back in the 50s and 60s, well, 60s, 70s, know the sauce, but we've been off the sauce for a long time. Wonder how long, we should ask Adam about that. I wonder the last time we've had alcohol. Of course, knowing Adam he eats sugar, so he's probably drinks beer on some nights too. I'll ask him. Uh, this is one, where he, you never know about him, man. He'll just try anything. One uh, radio dot com. It's a uh, Wednesday, uh, the third Wednesday of the month. And that brings us to Adam Bergstrom, uh, uh good friend and also one of the all-time researchers ever. SolarTiming.com is his website to get his ebooks, we'll tell you about. And the phone lines are working. So if you'd like to call this morning, triple eight six six three sixty three. 86. If you're watching this show, you can click on the links below. Just look down there. See? Down there. And you have the links to our donation page. If you'd like to send us a donation, we're we're kind of uh, recommending $20 a month. We've done all the numbers. And uh, my Social Security almost pays for my mortgage, so that's a wash. And then we've got two uh, part-time employees and then all the expenses and we we just need to you know we need to get in a couple grand a month here just in donations because we just can't count on the um, on the sales of the products anymore uh, it just kind of stopped over the last 6 months i think people just don't have the money for them our listenership is up but you know who knows we have great products uh, and uh, you know it's just slowed down to a to a dull thud so we to uh, survive we are asking you to support us through your dollars, trade value for value. If you get value here through our audio and videos, just uh, go to the donation thing right under the video or on the front page of One Radio Network, Picture of the Doggies, and uh, shoot us a donation. You can do a one-time deal or you can do a, a monthly thing for whatever, whatever you think is uh, fair, what you can afford. Just so you know, on our website... We have 15 years of audios. 15 years, jam-packed, thousands of hours, no cost for these. A search function where you can find all kinds of things. Um, you know, a, a billion shows with Adam, a whole PhD level uh, with Andrew Goss, The Real World of Money, uh, Ray Pete, uh, uh so many great, great, great shows over the years. So that's all, no cost, so... If you feel like you should pay for that kind of stuff, donate. So, here we are. Uh, We're going to go out to uh, uh, Montecito, California, where Adam Bergstrom is. And he survived Hillary. Adam, she normally suicides people, but she went directly for you guys, didn't she? Uh, Good morning.
1: (laughs) She missed us. She even threw a quake at us, 5.1 in Ojai, about uh, 20 miles away. Good
0: for Hillary. And she's active these days so what was the story on this yeah. hurricane hillary thing i saw some videos of like palm springs and other places they really got loaded i mean just flooded the whole city what was the deal you guys didn't experience it
1: we're at a unique place the southern storms kind of peter out coming north in ventura about uh, 30 miles away because it hit and uh, the northern storms peter out before they get here coming down. We're right in the middle, kind of the Garden of Eden ah, place. So, the Garden of Eden. So we rarely get, of course, we got that big flood in 2017 when we, what, 23 people died. Mm-hmm. So, they thought they'd find the last one for the forensic found the final boy. It was a dog. <laughs> so, I guess the medical profession isn't too good in their forensics sometimes. Probably not. <laughs>
0: So so a vibrant gal offers you an apple in the Garden of Eden. Do you, you bite it? Do you, do you eat the apple? I mean, oh, yeah, I, yeah, okay. all the time. I thought I'm, so.
1: <laughs> not an apple computer, though, just an apple.
0: <laughs> I, I thought so. <laughs> uh, join us on our show. We, when Adam's on, we have so much fun. We just talk about lots of different things. 888 Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. So, uh, with all of your meanderings you do on the interweb, do you have any opinions, insights, inside information, thoughts, or whatever on this whole Maui thing?
1: I, I do, do think? not think it was a directed weapon. That's for sure. But uh, it was a real estate scam. I mean, once it, they deliberately let that dry out. You know. They get in Lahaina probably, what, uh, 14 inches of rain a year. We get twice as much or more this year for sure. Uh, so they let it dry out because they're going to come in places like people uh, like Black Rock and State Street are going to come in and buy up that property. It's already done. And Hawaii is notorious for those kind of scams. They have taken people's homes away in uh the federal government makes a deal with them for the uh, pakalolo, which is the, the pot, yeah. you know, trade, mm-hmm. where you take your entire house and everything like that, one joint in the house and the house goes. And they're particularly dishonest about that in Hawaii, Kauai, Maui, the big island. Yeah, Yeah, really bad. Yeah,
0: they got this thing where you, I don't know, I don't totally understand it, but it's some kind of a thing in Hawaii where you never really own the land, do you? You just have like a hundred-year lease kind of thing mm. you familiar with that yeah. I,
1: I didn't even know about yeah, that I've, I've lived yeah. there for uh, i'd say six or eight months uh, i went back and forth a lot a friend of mine was kind enough to treat me <laughs> going there about six times and one time i tried to move there right after the hurricane and there were, were no places so fortunately the transportation was free the government provided that so i I took a uh, government transportation about 30 miles to work and worked in a health food store, managing a supplement department in a health food store in uh, Kapa'a. Kapa'a. You ever see that movie with Nicholas Cage? uh Is it Kapa'a or or? Kapa'a? I
0: I wonder, how do you explain, or you don't need to explain, but I'm just really curious. There's some real anomalies with the fire, though. Uh, This thing melted Cars just melted them, and bodies incinerate them like you would do uh, with um, when you what do you call it when you when you burn the bodies? Um,
1: what do you call it? Cremator. Yeah, cremator.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's about twenty-five hundred degrees to get them that thing. And I, uh, you know, I've read where the actual wildfires don't get that that hot, and the way it did it with trees standing in some homes something seems weird though about it being a wildfire but you you think it was a wildfire
1: i i doubt it very much they, they have other weapons and they don't need to do all the secretive stuff remember with the 911 the zapper came out of the sky and melted the cars same thing uh cars melt weird things happen in fires I've, i'm in california i've seen it a lot of real anomalies they can't explain but you're right usually the fire Uh, is so unhot that the logging companies come in after and get the wood it doesn't get cremated people don't understand that if a tree is cremated a tree is gas Mm. it's almost entirely gas and if you cremate it there's nothing left but a handful in a redwood tree you have a handful just like a cremation uh, jar of minerals the minerals are not a tree a tree is made out of carbon dioxide and water. That's all it's made out of, gas.
0: So, so I mean, you, it's, you said uh, an energy weapon, a direct energy weapon, but you're, op- you're kind of, I get the idea, you're open to the idea that something else other than just that the brush wildfires happen there. You don't know what it is. Is yeah, that what you're you saying? Mean,
1: it's easier to do political scams. And sure. they, they have directed energy weapons. Of course, and They've of course used they them before on Crowd, you know, because uh, affect their hearing, uh, stop their heart they have all those kind of things definitely they just don't use them that much because uh, but they like to have cia programs to let people to frighten people and to confuse them yeah. they want one person to have one idea one day idea the and they want encounter. them to argue about yeah. and meanwhile they're going over to ukraine and doing all their dirty crap over there yeah. while we're diverted with trump this whole trump thing is look back to 2020 don't look forward to 2030 we got plans for you up here but we don't want you to see that we want you to look at 2020 and stay stuck there in time forever while we pick your pockets
0: yeah you know there's all kinds of plans for uh before this thing happened for maui to be a 15-minute smart city. You've seen that. And they're actually having a, oh, yeah. a big convention it, it, so this fall, in right? In Texas, yeah. right
1: right down the road from you, take any city, and there's plans for a 10-minute city. in. uh It begins with a B down there where they have that colonic machine uh, business. Uh, can't even think of the town now. Yeah. A, a good friend of mine lives there, too, and I uh, forgot the name of it. Yeah. But anyway, they, all through Texas, if you go to Tyler, Texas, fifteen-minute cities, they have plans, they have videos on YouTube planning for it. Uh, uh, both places. I'm glad to see Texas at least charges an extra two hundred dollars now for a, a year for an electric car. Have you seen that? No, I
0: didn't do it. Yeah, no.
1: They're know. good for Texas. Yeah. Score one for Texas. Well,
0: uh, oh, I'd love to put a, I'd love to put one of our super duper. Uh, radio frequencies, meters in one of these cars. And, uh, you know, I don't think it would be good. I don't think you'd want to sit in that sucker driving across the country. I don't know. I'm sure it's high.
1: Oh, yeah. We got a good laugh out of Martin Armstrong mm-hmm. when you interviewed him yesterday about, uh, about the Teslas, the neighbor with the two Teslas. <laughs> he was going to strap them to the car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been reading some articles. People are taking these Teslas out. One was actually Washington Post and New York Times, and they got really bad reviews because you can't even you can't even find a place to charge these things, and then it sometimes takes three or four hours to charge them. And then they go, they don't. Both articles said uh, the review said they don't go half as much as they claim they will go. You know, half as far mm-hmm. as they claim. They just make up these numbers. You know, oh, they'll go six hundred miles. And they don't. They
1: don't do it. And Tesla is part of the plot to oh, disenfranchise. Man the middle class. I agree. Because who can afford a car for $50,000 and $100,000, $200,000? They only want a select group of people. Now, when i when I was out of high school, I bought a car on a car lot for 125 dollars, and you could buy a car for 25 bucks and ride around. No seat belts, no uh, apparatus, smog devices, all of that. you know, And I've gone into this before, but really, it's important. A car is now like a minimum for $50,000 dollars for a lot of people compared to you could get one for 25 bucks in a junkyard that was operational out of a junkyard even
0: yeah 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 it's uh it's the whole and, and i think the electric thing more is about control adam like everything because they, they they want to control the grid with the smart meters and they can say uh you know like in texas happened two years ago oh we just ran out and they turned off our power for you know for two weeks um this is and that's why i think too adam that they're they're cracking down on gas stoves like they're in California and they want to do around the country because, see, gas is a little more independent, right? And they have gas companies and it's harder to control those. And and I have a propane tank in, in the ground outside. They can't control that, you know. So they don't want Patrick to be able to heat his home, you know, without them being involved, you know. They, they have control issues. You know, issues. when
1: you can make a computer and put the world's computing power in an iPhone now you think they can't solve solar power they've had solar power since 1906 in Florida where they they have ways of doing it you don't even need all these ingots and everything like that and I've met people uh, I, I hung out with John Hutchinson are you familiar with him, the Hutchinson Effect Uh, Anti-gravity machines and all of that No, He was on the lam when I met him From the Canadian government Because the German government And the uh, Japanese government Had put in bids for his anti-gravity machine Now, when I met him He he was escaping them They had a warrant out for his arrest And he showed up in front of the medical bookstore Where I was teaching a solar class for the weekend So he took my solar class And I actually did a session on him Hmm. Yeah, John is a good guy, and now he's kind of relegated into a uh, poverty level. He does these little experiments that look good, but they look really gimmicky because they won't give him the money. If he had the money, people like him exist, many of them, and they're disenfranchised. Is that so like... you won't find Hutchinson in your. And You can find him on YouTube, but you won't find him on uh, any kind of science show.
0: No, what, what kind of thing is he? Have? He's got a free energy device thing, is that right?
1: A lot of them. One of the things is an anti-gravity machine. He can levitate people. Huh. If you go on the on the internet, you'll see him. I think he levitates a bowling ball on there. Well, he had a whole machine, a room. You get one in, and that's when they grabbed it. The Canadian government took his lab and. Uh, uh, what do you call it? He took it over basically and then put a warrant out for his arrest. He was hiding out in Bellingham, California in an Indian reservation. And I met him when he would come into, uh, he came into, one of his friends came in and took, I was teaching Sufi classes at the time. She took my Sufi class and told me about him and then brought him over to visit.
0: Well, you know, you know me. I I don't believe in gravity, so I'm an anti gravity machine <laughs> too. <laughs> I don't believe. I think gravity's a scam anyway. So I, I whatever
1: don't. it is, people would float. Yeah, you can see a, you don't usually up. see a bone ball hang out in midair, air. Yeah. you can see it on YouTube. So whether it's gravity or whatever well, it is, step. Floats, he figured out a way. He and figured. we can fly like in the Matrix, and they don't let us know that we have those abilities. Yeah,
0: he he figured out how to how to how to get them up and up and above. We, we we had a thing on, um, oh, every now and every time I bring up uh, the flat earth thing, man, the, they come out in swarms. It's just hilarious. I don't know if you've seen them on Facebook, man. It's great. And the latest one was uh, the picture of that, that lunar module, you know. And they had a shot of this lunar module uh, going up after they supposedly were played around on the moon and playing golf and stuff. And Adam, there was absolutely no, there was nothing. It wasn't, there wasn't any exhaust. There wasn't any, shoot off there wasn't any fire it just went up in the air like that it was just it just went up in the air like that and then that's all that you see you know Uh, oh my god god help us all who knows what to believe now and with this ai stuff i mean you have no idea that's how they want it they want people
1: not to know anything not to know anything that's why they give you absurd things like You have to wear a mask. No, you don't wear a mask. No, you wear three masks. Mm -hmm. No, you do this. No, you do that. You come into a restaurant and you have to take you take your mask off when you sit down but when you're away from people in the table on the way to the bathroom you have to put the mask on know. you know etc uh, it's hilarious the virus goes six feet no it goes 20 feet no it goes two feet no it goes on and so on that's and on. the oh, whole idea short Just people are more vulnerable because the virus hangs out at the ground and on and on and on
0: keep us dazed and confused absolute right?
1: nonsense and look at look at omega 3 fatty acids nitric acid everything cholesterol things that they say are bad for us you'll do better if you just follow the exact opposite re, re, uh, the exact opposite and do so the opposite
0: uh, i was going to try to play somebody sent me a thing i don't think i can show it but cnn it's so funny you mentioned that cnn had a, a video a big, a big, uh, big story, and they got all these scientists together at them, and they have this dummy, and they're blowing out their their air, and they're showing how far it goes: three six, three feet, six feet, twelve feet. So they're going to extend the the distancing thing for this new one. You watch them; they're going to go from six feet to twelve feet. I guarantee this is what they're they're planning. This is what they're going to do. Okay, now, no, we were wrong about six feet; it really goes twelve feet. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. L. A. Uh, already tried to lock down the city again for something here last month, was it? Anyway, and we're not even into the season yet. Yeah.
0: Oh, you—you've heard about the new one, right? The big new variant. You've been following that one.
1: Oh, several of them. Then we did we don't remember. They haven't forgotten monkeypox and oh, leprosy monkey box, and yeah. everything yeah. else.
0: <laughs> well, this new one is something, isn't it, Adam? It's like, um, let's see it's, it's uh, 5G backwards, so it's B something. Somebody wrote on social media where it's actually backwards. And this is called, um, the name of it is called Eris, which is the goddess of chaos, which is interesting. And this, this new one is always already running up the flagpole in New York. I just saw where Lionsgate, um, Lionsgate uh, big studio, they're already masking up uh, uh, universities in, in uh, Rutgers and also other places are already masking up. So I suspect in the next two or three weeks you're going to have city councils and city governments in California and try to get everybody masked up again and we'll see how many businesses you think all the businesses are going to go for it like they did last time?
1: Not as much. Uh-huh. That's why they're going to have to have a war. Uh-huh. And that's why we're being pushed into Ukraine. And why we don't hear much about it. It's really hard to hear what's going on in Ukraine. Oh.
0: Nothing, and of right. course,
1: Ukraine is losing badly. Oh. They have, we have, it's a kill ratio of one to five. The Russians are holding back deliberately because they know NATO is going to invade, and they got the tactical weapons mm. to fight NATO. And and the U.S. is the, the people are being totally misled about what's going on really in ukraine one of the it's more corrupt than mexico and any of the pakistan than these other corrupt countries too of course all kinds of uh uh, scams have gone on there and and you can find out all about that on the internet i don't have to explain that
0: (laughs) yeah Can, can you can you imagine um the amount of money laundering and stealing with the what, it was $140 billion last time or something that we, the people, have sent over there. Where's that all going? I mean, you there's no accountability for it. They're just stealing this money. None. Just
1: amazing. Be- believe me, I've been in the aeronautics industry, and I've seen that accountability. Mm-hmm. We handed out—stuff we st- stuff was stolen to the tune of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, actually, if you add it up. Everybody, we— like I worked in stationary stores in for Litton Industries, and basically we handed stuff out free, no accountability. People school time, all of our stationery went out to the engineers and the secretaries, the uh, kids, and then there were deals made with the expeditors. Uh, I'll take my truck full of stuff out if you hand it to me out of stores, and then we'll split it when we get out. Yeah. Trucks were going out the uh, out the uh, receiving dock. <laughs> That's how bad it was. And and that was just Litton. And of course, then they charge a screw for a uh, toilet or something would be $500 that you could buy for pennies in a, in a, uh, in a hardware store at that time. It was ridiculous. I I worked in the industry. I can tell you what it was like.
0: We can only uh, uh, imagine uh, the, the scams involving government programs and stuff. It's just, it's, you can't even you can't even look at it and say anything but come on you know I'm and
1: gonna... they hit everything there was a nuclear meltdown 10 miles away from where i worked at that time and no one hears about it the san fernando valley a nuclear meltdown just as bad as uh, just as bad as the other ones we've had in Three Mile Island and places like that. They don't tell you they actually had two or three of them, small ones and a large one, right up in the hills, and it's called Santa Susana. Anybody can get on the internet and look it up. Hmm. It happened when I graduated from high school in 1959. Fortunately, we were back in New Jersey uh, going back on vacation with my parents uh, when the worst of it happened, and we lived about uh, 15 miles away from it. But Uh, then, after that, people are still getting cancer from that uh, meltdown that that happened back in 59.
0: Here's a fellow from Denmark, writes in, he likes... When you have Adam on, he said, well, next time he comes on, would you ask him this? When drinking, I often get blackouts. Some friends get it too. Huh, some never get blackouts even if they drink way more than I do, even if they fall asleep on the floor. Do you guys have any ideas on why I get so severe blackouts when drinking? I guess he's talking about alcohol, right? When he says drinking, must be, right? And more importantly, any idea of how to solve it uh, doing drinking, eating something before or under the drinking, beer versus spirits and all that. Yeah, Red Bulls. So actually, this dude is getting blocked out because he's drinking alcohol. He said, I actually never get hangovers, uh, but uh, there, is there a correlation? Hmm. I'm, I'm aware that binge drinking isn't great for your health, no, but losing memory doesn't, doesn't make it any better. So he's kind of blacking out. Um, I had periods when I was drinking a lot, when I was, you know, in in the 70s, uh, where you couldn't even Mm -hmm. remember driving home. I mean, you've probably experienced that, right? So I think it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all have. I mean, I I did. Where you couldn't even remember driving home. Couldn't even remember. This is probably what he's talking about. So alcohol can do that, and does do that to people, right? Does do that.
1: The sensitivity of people... uh, we don't realize, or people don't realize, how easily it is to repress memories. So it depends on what you're doing, your guilt mechanisms. We're, first, we're going to talk on the psychological level. Uh, some people can remember everything, and some people want drinking as an excuse so they can do things they won't usually do and blame the alcohol mm-hmm. and blackout. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a difference in the nutrients that we take in our body, how long you can how how much you can drink my mother could drink everybody under the table she wasn't an alcoholic but she would show off sometimes they say okay let's one -one," and all of her brothers and all her relatives would get under the table i come from a a family of alcoholics a lot of them actually were Uh, my dad uh, would have been one except he got diabetes and so he couldn't drink anymore that's probably what saved his life uh, I wonder yeah, how it's possible. Rascals. I wonder
0: how it's possible to drive. When you don't even know you are, you know. But obviously, we did, and we didn't crash for some reason. I don't know how that's even, probably some subconscious thing is going on, right? And you just. Just we along. have
1: a subconscious program. It's the same thing that beats our heart. Mm-hmm. We don't have to concentrate on it. We we don't have to take a breath. We Now, you can consciously breathe, and yogis get control over these functions. But most people, everything that happens in their body, they have no idea. When we eat a food, we lose track of it about here, <laughs> the average person. It's gone. Yogis know everything that the food is doing throughout their gastrointestinal tract, And a Swami nitty-gritty told me, a a true master is in charge of every atom of his body and knows exactly what's going on at any time. You
0: can feel it. Yeah, you're just conscious of of everything. And I think a lot of us... It's a matrix.
1: We live in a matrix, and we believe that we can't fly. We can't do these things. We're deluded. I'm stuck in it, too, if you don't see me flying around.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, you can hurt yourself. You can drop to the floor, and when you... (laughs)
1: stuff like that i just know the truth because i've seen people who can do these supernatural things you know and every once in a while i've done it uh but i have no idea how i did it again there's the subconscious it just takes over and we actually live as jung pointed out and yogis have pointed out we live multiple lives you you know when you soul travel you're there. Well, you're there right now, too, as you're awake here. Right. All of these are going on in parallels in millions of existences. Billions, probably in trillions.
0: Yep. We are. We're just, but
1: the human mind can't even conceive it everywhere. at this yeah. point.
0: Well, I've been I've been certainly conscious of a lot of uh, dreams, and I, I don't know for sure where it was, astral plane or causal, but it's you're there, and you, you have fun, and you can control it, and I've gone in, in the windows and looked at around at different buildings and it's pretty cool. So this is really going on and um, I guess um, yogi. Some people figure out how to do it on the on the physical plane and just have fun.
1: Yep. Uh, what is the uh, Tibetan master that uh, they argued about what religion he was? So he left a body in six locations for them to argue over. Is that
0: right? That's correct. <laughs> Here's an email for you. Uh, Does Adam still do the cobalamin tonic, and could he talk about the benefits
1: from Greg?
0: Yeah, you haven't talked about that. Do you still do the chocolate and maple
1: syrup thing? Not as often. We're on a budget too. I see. (laughs) We're budgeting. We're having financial problems, so we've cut back severely. But yes, cobalamin tonic is an excellent. uh, It actually precipitates B twelve. You're not going to find. Huh. in it but it allows you to utilize it better it's better for the brain the combination uh can i know someone it brought her period back in her uh six seven sixty five sixty five sixty seven she started her period just back. women can't have their period into hundreds sure. there's no reason why not except over estrogen, and mine.
0: So she she actually started to get, become fertile again, just doing the cobalamin tonics. So tell folks just what it is. Just doing the cobalamin. Tell folks how to make it, the cobalamin
1: tonic. Well, first you take uh, cocoa. Now, cocoa, people get mixed up between cacao and cocoa. Cacao is the raw product. Once you process it, it's called cocoa. But they want you to make you believe that uh, cocoa is natural, is not natural, and cocoa is. It's the same, the same thing, thing, only it's at a different stage of development. So, anyway, you take your cocoa or cacao, cacao. or whatever you want to call right. it, and you put it in a cup, about a teaspoon or so. Yeah. And then you mix in the maple syrup and you stir it in, because otherwise, uh, cacao or cocoa is hard to digest. Right. But once it's in the maple syrup mix mm. it will be dissolved in it you it might take a little while to stir it in then it's going to digest better and then you pour your coffee in uh-huh. and you drink it and enjoy and it's very tasty
0: yeah a- and
1: first thing if, if, if well you eat breakfast and then you first thing after, after you follow breakfast. it right after eating
0: huh. why is that what's to do when you have food in there
1: well it uh, it it if you don't put an almond or a protein in your body first, you mess up your digestion. It's like, uh, here's how that works. Uh, And and I got this description first from Steve Shiver, and he's absolutely right. Uh, Dr. Steve, what you do is you put the protein in first, and if you do, the doc workers in your stomach, they say, okay, we need 50 men on hand to take this load now you put a sugar in first or even a fat and they say okay the stomach takes protein nothing's coming in the person is just sending us a a light load so all you guys go home take the day off we Hmm. only need two people on the receiving dock so then the protein comes in later and oh my god start calling those people back we need the protein so that's the real problem with not eating your protein first and then uh, at least the first bites of it and then add your pro- your uh, carbohydrates and your fats.
0: So you can do the soaked almonds and then do a Kabbalah mean tonic, right? Is that what you're saying? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah. mm. And a lot of people get really confused. They want to detox with the juice because juices are more absorbable. Absolutely false they, because you dilute it. Why would you, if you, when you take a lot of liquids and you dilute something, obviously the stomach acid can't get as acidic because you've diluted it. So you get worse digestion. The only exception is when a person is really sick then they can't digest it, then they can't get at it in solid form. So you need a juice to do the stomach's work. But otherwise, you make a lazy stomach by going on a juice diet, and it does not detox whatsoever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it probably doesn't, right? The body's going to detox with the right foods at the right time, right? Not necessarily... I guess people think, well, if you're just juicing up vegetables that... I don't know. You can understand how they, they come to this conclusion, but I agree. I'm I just, I think, yeah. So, you know, you know it's in, imp-
1: in most cases, the body is an expert at detoxing, and we get in the way when we try to do right. these various things. But there, there are times, once in a while. But detoxing used to be called heroic medicine. Hmm. And Hahnemann came along and said, no, a thief can catch a thief. Uh, you just take a little bit of the poison, you don't need to flood yourself with all these chemicals. Basically, heroic medicine is the elimination. Now, we know it as the elimination of blood, but it's also cling out the urine, cling out the, the colon, uh, cling out the sweat, uh, cling out all of these things we detox and get rid of. That's what allopathic medicine is, that people get mixed up about what allopathic medicine is Hmm. it's basically uh all of these elimination of everything from blood sweat urine uh, vomit whatever you take emetics all of that Uh, but really you don't need to do that because the body is perfectly capable of clinging if you eat correctly and live a lifestyle and don't have alcoholic blackouts like i used to have (laughs) i've had a couple actually it takes a lot it took me uh I think I've only been totally blacked out two or three times yeah. in my life.
0: If you'd like to be on the show, you can email patrick at oneradionetwork.com or call. We're live here on the 23rd. Is it 20? Yeah, 23rd of August, uh, 2023, on oneradionetwork.com. Yeah, Ray Pete, um, I recall he used to um, talk about that he felt that it was the best idea to have some food before you drank coffee. He said the body dealt with the caffeine in a more natural way or something like that. I don't remember exactly what he said.
1: He said that coffee is a drug if you take it straight and black. But if you put things in it and eat food with it, then it is a food. It's very rich Hmm. in uh, niacinamide, magnesium. A lot of things are in coffee. It actually is a good food.
0: Yeah. You think it's really important, though, to... To do the organic coffee, lots of stuff on the web about how nasty the regular coffee is.
1: No. I've, I've survived on gas station coffee before, <laughs> so I don't think it's that important. But we do. Yeah. It, it, don't if, get me wrong. If you have the I budget, you better.
0: might as well. Right. If you, yeah, if you got the budget, yeah, spend it.
1: Right. But if you can't get it, then coffee is such a drug. There's a lot of other things I say you don't do that with some of the things that are out in the market yeah. most processed food is not our friend despite making right. it the 99 and all that crap
0: yeah. well, he's a happy guy that's probably that's probably you, you know, know
1: attitude attitude helps Ooh, i know attitude it
0: helps i know it does <laughs> and you know even when you i've seen some interviews with with uh, warren buffett and he just seems like a really nice genuine kind of guy i mean he's really is a happy guy he's a He's living in the same house that he's lived for, what, 50 years? <laughs> Some little bungalow somewhere, and he's got billions of dollars. And, you know, he's going to give all his money away. You know, he's already got it all stashed away for trust when he leaves and leave his kids a little. And he seems like a happy guy. He'll probably live for 120 the rate he's going, you know?
1: You know, he's, I believe they're. Bond super villains, but I would have dinner with them because <laughs> oh, yeah. they're nice villains. You know the way the way life works, there are good villains and there's bad villains, yeah, yeah. and those are they're funny guys. They're interesting. We used to listen to their meetings when they would have oh, the uh, yearly uh, what do you call those meetings they used to have, and, yeah. and they're really funny. Yeah. They're 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 comedians. Munger is hilarious, uh, and yet. Done a lot of bad things too, investing in China, and oh, sure. uh, yeah, he's really for the the type of lockdown societies we have. Yeah,
0: you deal on that level of money, and you get your you get your little tentacles and all kinds of dumb things. You know, you just do. You know, I, I guess it just comes with with the territory. You know, I did uh, I've done an interesting experiment with coffee because I go off and on it all the time. You know, I just sometimes i I get so whacked on a cup of coffee. I just can't even, I can't even take it, you know. I just, wham, make get stoned. So I've been playing around with it because I really like the taste of it. And I like, sometimes I really like the little hit, you know, from the caffeine, just a little bit. So I got one of these French presses, Adam. You've seen those, French presses. So I used to do like two tablespoons of coffee. I mean, it's a lot. And then do 16 ounces, make a coffee, and do the thing, right? So now I'm doing like a teaspoon which is, what is there, six teaspoons and two, two tablespoons. So that's one-sixth of the, of the amount of coffee. One-sixth. And then I put cream, you know, like this much cream. So it's like, it's like a coffee light. It's almost a homeopathic thing. But, you know, I can still feel that. I can still feel one little teaspoon of coffee. I mean, I can feel it when you drink it. It takes about 20 seconds. And you can feel the caffeine, you know. It's not bad. Not good, it just is what it is. Fascinating, yeah.
1: Actually, it's good that you can feel that, too. It really? shows you have the sensitivity to detect poisons and, th- and things <laughs> of that nature. So, sometimes we make, uh, we say, oh, you're too sensitive. But actually, it's detection. We It's better that you catch it in your conscious mind. And control. than control. your liver has to find out about it on the yeah. unconscious or yeah. your spleen or whatever. Yeah. So, that's a good thing. Yeah. and I, I'm for those homeopathic doses too. They're yeah. they're good. I've used them.
0: Yeah, sure. And what, isn't there some kind of saying, Adam, about the dose and poison? What what is that saying? Do you know do you know what I'm getting at?
1: Paracelsus. Paracelsus no, no, the, came out. The, the, the dose the,
0: yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Paris- oh, I thought you were saying what's the guy's name
1: who said paracelsus was his name he had a long name theophrastus bombastus (laughs) etc etc what did he say about i believe he was in the 1600s 1500s somewhere back there and he was an alchemist but he also started what we call chemistry some bad and he also started chemotherapy because he's the one that said take iron take mercury take this take that and that became very fashionable after, after it, they saw they got results. But sometimes it's better to get slow results than really fast uh, results.
0: So what was his quote about poison and the dose? Do you remember? Uh, what the it
1: dose is? make the dose makes the poison. The
0: dose makes the poison. That was
1: actually the the quote. Yeah. Ah,
0: the dose makes the poison.
1: Like uh, if ah. if you over drink water, you mm. die. Sure. Yeah. Now now mercury and. Uh, like, uh, uh, There are atomic levels of potassium that are radioactive Every 40,000 atoms in a banana in the, in the potassium are radioactive If you take a Geiger counter to a supermarket It will go up And Brazil nuts have radon and another uh radioactive isotope too but they're small amounts they don't really hurt us Uh, but when you get to a certain amount then your body can't handle it our liver our rest of our body has a way of detoxing things okay i got so much of a load Uh, like you can wash so many dishes in your own kitchen every day you have you know how many you have uh i wash dishes here but what if suddenly i had 500 guests, and they left all the dishes for me, and I had to do it every day. Hmm. The body is not going to put up with that kind of stuff. Not
0: going to do it. (laughs) Not going to do it. Uh, Here's uh, another email. I am reading, oh, I'm redoing. Sorry, with these lights, sometimes hard to read. I am redoing all bedrooms and was wondering if Adam could repeat again which wall should be optimal wall uh, Did he say earlier, according to one's birthplace, what about guest bedrooms? So this is kind of the uh, what do they call that? Um, what is that?
1: Biobaxis is Bi- what he. I don't think he's talking about feng shui. I think. he's oh, talking, I he was about talking about feng shui. Well,
0: what is it? What's the difference? Which
1: is a type of feng shui. <laughs> right.
0: So what do you do uh, with the walls and all that? What do you do?
1: I think he's referring to, in a recent show, uh-huh. I talked about uh, sleeping. Oh, Your head is to the north, the is what a lot of people say. But according to to Biovivaxis, uh, if you're born, like if I was born in Seattle, I wouldn't sleep toward the north. I would sleep toward the east. Uh huh and you don't go in the direction of the south or the direction of the uh, of the uh, uh, of the uh, where the sun sets uh you go the other way so when i'm sleeping north i actually weaken myself over time it takes about a week to do that if you do it regularly now since i was born in new jersey uh i am west so i sleep with my head to the north if, if I was born in Portland, Oregon, then I would sleep with my head toward New Jersey.
0: Oh, wait, I lost I you there. I think that's what he's talking would, about. Yeah, how there. would you do the difference? So, uh, so say you're born in New Jersey, which is the Upper East Coast, right? And then how do you determine, according to...
1: You, you know, let's take an example. Where were you born?
0: St. Louis. St. Louis.
1: St. Louis. In the, you of the would, country. You would probably be best... Is that... That's almost in between, isn't it? Like uh, north, uh, pretty much in the center uh, of the northwest country. Northwest yeah, in the middle.
0: Pretty much in the center of the country, almost straight up from from a little bit east of Texas where I am. So you drive up. Yeah. So you drive up to the north and then you go to the east a little bit.
1: So northeast. So you would probably get away with sleeping both for the north or to the east because you're off from that. Yeah. I would estimate you could exactly figure which is if you're further north or further east and then sleep sleep the furthest away from that oh, axis. The furthest but I think away. you could probably yeah. get away with both.
0: Yeah, I read some of the ancient texts that I've read, uh they they say the best thing is the east, so I've kind of gone with that just because I read that years ago and uh, from a book that I trust. So that's interesting. So what is this thing called bio what bio what Biovax,
1: Biovivaxis, is mm-hmm. called, and, and it, it comes out of uh, the uh, birth is such an important event that when you have a cow being born, the hoof of the calf is soft. But as soon as it hit ox- hits oxygen, it hardens. How That's the effect of our bones are really very rubbery under most circumstances, unless we do the wrong things and get too many phosphates in our body. But the bone, once it hits oxygen, it gets very brittle and breaks. Um, hmm. It's breakable. Otherwise, you could take a bone probably and go like this. Like some wishbones, when they're fresh out of the chicken, you can bend it without breaking it. But as soon as the, the oxygen... Pulling oh. the wishbone apart. Yeah, but once it gets dry, there it goes.
0: Dr. Massey was talking about the birth thing. I don't know if you heard him. Really fun stuff, because uh, he was an anesthesiologist, dude, and he used to, gas pastor, he used to put people to sleep and talked about how he did that. And he was saying that uh, in, in the recall healing work, they they've really figured out how important it is, these births, when they come out and what's going on and what they do to you, and he was saying something really fun, how in hospitals, the first thing they do is they start examining you. Everybody looks at you before they even put you in the mouth. They look at you, and they want to make sure that you're breathing, what your color is, what all this stuff, and they look at you, look at you. And he says, when that happens, the first thing most people do in the morning if they look in the mirror, is they start examining themselves. You know, they look at themselves, and they start to say, well, you know, how do I look? I look this way. Isn't that interesting? I thought, well, that's funny. Isn't that fun? I guess I guess the mind brain thing can get programmed early on, right? Right from the beginning, just boom,
1: right from the early. Beginning. Wow. Early, yeah. So, if you have a certain person that tells you, uh, "Oh, uh, people get old when they're forty or right. something like that," I had I had an aunt. Get this, uh, she was told uh, her mother would keep saying, "As soon as you're forty, you get sick." Mm-hmm. Well. She was diagnosed at 40 as having a paralytic disease. She had all of her joints replaced when I met her. And the trauma was she didn't leave her mother and get married to someone. She only got married after she was a cripple. My uncle was kind enough to marry her and he had to bathe her comb her hair everything she couldn't do anything even with all the joint replacements she was basically they were useless she was confined to a wheelchair as a vegetable very good attitude though with that but that's the kind of thing but she was programmed with let's see the business is bad on uh, in uh, August you yeah. can't sell books in August and then you believe it Master Chen Wu Dang Chen he's especially against that kind of thinking he says that's where people, they get programmed to that, and then it happens. And I've seen that happen so many times to me when I had an idea, and then it manifests right sure. in front of me.
0: I, you know, I think that's a big part of the aging process. I mean, you know, they have people have over-the-hill parties when they're 40, and, and the advertisements say, well, everybody over 50, you're going to lose your testosterone. And, and people believe this stuff, and that's what happens. I mean, that's just the way it works. I don't believe any of that stuff, man. I don't. I don't believe any of it. No, nothing. I don't. I don't believe any. Crazy.
1: Yeah, it's good to escape that type of programming because it's all around us. That oh, we can do things and yeah. what we can't do, and uh, and then we believe it. And oh. I've seen, I've seen that thing countered so many times. Yet I still fall for it a lot of times. You know, my mother said, "If you keep smoking pot, you're going to lose your hair." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that what she told you? <laughs>
1: I guess I, I believed it. I guess you <laughs> believed it. Right?
0: Keep smoking pot, you lose your hair. Stay right there, Adam. Uh, when we get back, we're going to tell you about solartiming.com. Now you can uh, get some Adam's e books. Well, it is the twenty uh, third of August, twenty twenty three. So we've been going through a lot of changes here financially, and we're getting some. Well, we just got amazing support to our, our fund drive and uh, and now we're talking about encouraging you to give us value for value and support us with a, a donation. If you're on the video, you can see the donation tab right there. Little hot link rather right underneath the video on BitChute. Also the, uh, the hot link to our store. We have a lot of great products. I'm going to tell you about a few here. And then also to the website, One Radio Network. And you can... Uh, Go on there if you're just a a bit shooter and go on our website and look at and really enjoy some of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of audio podcasts on One Radio Network going back into 2008. And um, they're all there for you absolutely free. So if you think that this is a valuable thing, what we're doing, uh, why not uh, support us through? Uh, your Federal Reserve notes. I know they're not real money, and but, you know, they exchange things and you can donate and do a, a monthly thing if you like. That'd be great. Um, a couple of the products that I'm especially spicy about these days, I want to mention that our sulfur is on sale. We have a great sulfur that we've been promoting, uh, I guess it's been, what, 12 years now? Uh, this is uh, the first time we've ever done a sale Uh the distributor of the cell of the sulfur, uh saying what you're going on with sales is not just germane to one radio network. It's going all over the place. People are just having a hard time with extra dollars to buy this kind of stuff, even though they want it. And they she said, "Well, I've never seen sales like this." So so uh, we thought she said, "Well, let's do a sale." So we said, "I'll do it. I'm in." So we've taken 25 uh, percent off of the sulphur, so you can go on our Site one radio network.com right now on this 23rd day of August, and uh, it's all the prices are right there. So instead of $80 for a two pound order, it's 60 bucks and then 25% less for Canada and international. First time we've ever done a sale on sulfur. If you want to try it, uh, I do it every day to this day, and I have for years. And my hair, skin, and nails look good, and I like it. I don't know all what it does, but I like it. I just keep doing it. When I'm doing good, I just keep doing it. We have a great product uh, that uh, people love and continue to order. And you can get it in powder or capsules. And it's Pearl seam. It's from Real Pearl, uh, a living source. And you brush your teeth with it. Uh, your teeth will never look better than they do uh, with the Pearl seam Guaranteed guarantee that they just won't. This is a beautiful product for for um, for. For your teeth, really nice, you know no no glycerin, no you know all the stuff they put in toothpaste, and it makes them pearly white. It really gives them a a nice uh, pearl um, look to it. And the reason that is is because it actually hardens the the surface of the tooth, according to Rouland Shu, who makes this product, and when you harden the surface, the light gets in more efficiently and more light, and the light is what gives your teeth it the white. You see, in Hollywood, what they do is they give people, like, you know, they bleach them and everything and make them this kind of, you know, white thing, but that doesn't look all that natural. Now, pearl is a different, it's a different thing. Check out this Pearl Seam. You can take it internally. It has a lot of different minerals, heavy calcium, but this calcium will not end up in your arteries like store-bought calcium at Walmart that you don't want to do. This is from a living source, and you can check out the Max Planck Institute, where the only thing we promote is from a once-living source. Sulfur is a little bit um, on thin ice therapy because they use DMSO and hydrogen peroxide. But uh, early on, the DMSO actually came from pine trees, so I don't know how they make it. So that's probably the only one that's a little bit on the edge, but everything else that we promote is from a once-living source, which is pretty cool. So that's a good one. And then finally here, before we get back to Mr. Bergstrom, is our sauna. In our opinion, and uh, nobody listens to us, but in our opinion, all of all, uh, uh disease and sickness is a detoxification. Uh, we don't believe in germs around here. We're not germ theory people. Uh, we've hung out too long with the Cowans and Kaufmans and the Lancas of the world. And if you really look at the science, as, do, as Dr. Fauci tells you, you know um, there is no science proving that any uh, virus are, has ever been isolated. Contagion has never been proven to exist. I've never been proven. Even going back to, oh, um, Spanish flu, they tried to do it. HIV, they tried to do it. Taking snot from people, uh, you can get a flu and take your snot and put it to somebody else, and there's no germ there. There never has been a germ. It's all made up in our opinion. So the way that you cannot have uh, detox um, events like the flu and the cold is to detoxify naturally. And one of the natural ways to do it is being out in the sunshine, get some light in the morning, and then also get into a sauna. And I do mine every day. And you sweat. And it also will put out toxins out of your urine. And that's been proven. They'll take it before and after the sauna. So saunas have been used for thousands of years. uh, And this is, we think, the best one ever. It's extremely well no radio frequencies, so no emfs as we know them and for 1295 dollars we will ship one to you if you live in the united states 1295 delivered so just email me if you'd like to get one patrick at one radio network.com. and if you live outside of the united states good for you uh, uh you have your own issues with your own government but um just uh, give us the city, the country you live in, zip code if you got one, and we'll tell you exactly what it'll cost to deliver you one. Get one of these guys. It'll be the best investment you have. You can sweat for the rest of your life every day, and, and I think you'll be better off for it. I just love mine. So there you have it. Email me, patrick one radio Network.com. That's it. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. We are with the lovely and talented Adam Bergstrom, who has um, joins us on the first Monday and the third Wednesday. Adam, is, so it's at Solartiming.com, right? That's your main website, isn't it? And tell folks what they're going to find
1: Solartiming.com. Tell folks what they'll find there, baby. Yep. Yeah, and we got lots of books. Lots so. of books.
0: That's what you find there, right?
1: Working on a project to turn one of our books into a super book, but that will be revealed later this year. A <laughs> hey,
0: super book. So these e-books uh, cover a wide variety of things. I think you have, what, 20, 25 of them,
1: right? Uh, about 50 50 wow and I'm, I'm not i'm not there's unpublished ones that i did before computers Ed. i just haven't had uh, the time to um, get all of that stuff up there yeah i've been a compulsive fact uh, chaser and note taker uh, i was like in the don juan novels you know the carlos castaneda ones where yeah. he's always got the the pencil and paper i go to movies with the Uh, pencil and paper I watch uh, any kind of movie or show with a pencil and paper I'm always writing continuously (laughs) yeah
0: I do that with movies too I I get ideas about screenwriting so I have my little my little pad there and you can come up with cool things so if somebody is new to uh, solartiming.com and your work uh, very very many years what would you recommend as like their first choice of a book to try an e-book from you at solartiming.com. What would you recommend?
1: I think Mind Hacking for the Millions because the book gives you the access to the encyclopedia of every human being on Earth that will show up and present their feet to you. Mm. <laughs> you can know anything about the unconscious that Jung didn't know, that Freud didn't know, because they didn't have direct connection to it. They made a lot of good Assumptions that turned out to have a statistical 9 out of 10 uh, But one would slip through With mind hacking for the millions The simple cornerstone technique Of turning the feet in a figure 8 uh, Sideways figure 8 You automatically access every problem hmm. it, it will not mind positive thoughts Only the negative negative. And of course you want to clear the negative things out Rather than concentrate on the positive, you find the negative and then it doesn't drag down the positive. And so then you float upwards. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm soon to read that. You were kind enough to send me that. Thank you. I haven't put it on my little Kindle window, which FiberCal taught me how to do, by the way. Um, and so I'm going to do it, put on my little, it's not a Kindle anymore. Anyway. I know it's an Amazon thing. Who knows? But I'm going to read it. And so I'm looking looking forward to that. So it's solartiming.com. Now, you also have another website, which is SunSync Nutrition. Now, that's a one-time, lifetime deal, what, 99 bucks, And then you get a whole, yes. all kinds of stuff for um, $99 forever.
1: And it shows you can figure your exact timing for location where you are. It's got lists of the food, uh, extensive food lists on morning foods, midday foods, and evening foods. And, of course, solar nutrition, you eat from the trees in the morning, from the vines at the middle of the day and the roots at night. And this is why our body is basically in three zones from the ribs up. You'll notice that your brain is shaped like a nut. Mm-hmm. So it looks just like a walnut, actually. It does. And your pine nut is like the pineal gland and your uh, uh, almond is like uh, the amygdala in fact amygdala amygdala means almond Hmm. so our kidneys are midday they look like kidney beans and on down into your genitals which are called roots and so when you eat on time you synchronize and absorb the food better and of course i've written three or four books on solar time and we discuss it at length on the website Sun Sink Nutrition. Okay,
0: now you also you also still have uh, copies of your hardcover Yes No Maybe do you?
1: We sure do. Yeah.
0: And people can get that. We're,
1: we're getting lower but uh, we still probably have enough for uh, another year or so uh-huh. at yeah. least. That's
0: a, that's a great book and all kinds of fun things in there. Uh. If you have a question for Adam on this uh, Wednesday morning, the 23rd, is com. Patrick at com. the email. And then you can also call 888 6386 So I had a nice conversation with um, Frontier Communications, you know, the phone company. And <clears throat> it, it took me a while, but I got to the right person. Spirit led me right to this right person. And I told her about, you know, we didn't have a phone for four months. I mean, I don't want to pay for that. Oh, no problem, Mr. Timponi. Let's see. I and mean, Let's work this out. And she went through the whole thing and took off all the, you know, the charges. And it was really good. But boy, you got to get to the right person with these phone company, right? Because that's the challenge, is finding the right person. But once you get there... It almost reminded me of the old days, Adam. I can recall, you know, I'm going way back I now in the 50s and 60s and 70s where everybody just had a, one phone, right? Usually a wall phone. We had a lot of, remember those phones in the wall with the, with the rotary? And you could call the phone company, and this is true for those of you youngins who don't, weren't around then. You could call the phone company if there was a problem, and that day, that day, they would be at your home. Do you remember that, M? They would be at your home and fix it. They would figure it out. I mean, seriously, can you imagine that happening today? Oh my God!
1: No. And by the way, I was a phone man for a couple of years Where is- for General Electric. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, back in the day when we had jacks and we had yeah. plug into the walls, I crawled under many a house, We're <laughs> bringing wires. I staple wires around homes. I went through attics and climbed through. Uh, I've, I've encountered snakes under houses. I crawled through a nest of about 20 black widow <laughs> spiders one time, <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, so the, the new phones are yeah. totally different from anything that we had back then.
0: Uh, and and uh, the whole service business is so ketty wampus, isn't it? I mean, you end up talking to people in India. God love them; they can't even speak English. And even to find
1: them, why?
0: Um, mm, amazing!
1: You know who's good about that is Vibrant Gal. It's, she just keeps calling till she gets the yeah, right person. You got to keep going. And she always gets them. At first, I I think it's hopeless. You're not you're not going to succeed. And she finds the person, and they, she gets everything that she needs. The yeah. trouble is, though, they forget every month, and she has to do it again over and over.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to dig for those kind of things. Um, okay, this is Marvin. Marvin is in Los Angeles. Oh, did they get I'm hit? Close with by. The, uh, did they get hit with the 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 rain? Hillary?
1: Yeah, they got hit pretty seriously, I understand.
0: Oh, yeah. So I actually saw a a picture of Dodger Stadium. It was completely flooded, surrounded by water. It looked like a moat. So they must have got a lot of water in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, it it dumped a lot of water. We, We dodged the bullet. Like I said, we were right in the right place.
0: So anyway, Marvin says, I've been diagnosed by a physician, but I don't trust him, so... I <laughs> okay, I wanted to ask Adam, and the physician, the natural physician, Marvin says, uh, said that my adrenals need a lot of support, a very low adrenal function. I want to ask Adam, what are the adrenals? Where are they located? Oh, he wants it all. What are the adrenals? Where are they located? And what foods and our supplements could I do to strengthen my adrenals? My understanding that the adrenals are caused by stress. Thanks for the show. Okay, a lot of questions there. So where are the adrenals? They're just little small little guys, aren't they, above the kidneys? Is that where they are?
1: That's what they want us to believe.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Do you have the rest of the story?
1: Yeah, there's a a large, and you're not going to find us anyplace. I just happened to stumble onto this search at a medical library and it's not available any place on the internet. And I seem to be the only one <laughs> in the world at this point who knows that we have a fourth autonomic nervous system tied into the adrenal medulla. Let's take conventional anatomy. What they will tell you when you go to the doctor mm. is you have these little pyramid hats on top of the, each kidney, little yeah. bitty ones. Little bitty. And they're divided yeah it's a pyramid actually looking structure is how they put it in the medical books and uh, inside at at the very core or the medulla they call the core is the one that makes adrenaline Mm -hmm. that's called the adrenal medulla Mm -hmm. then you have a cortex which is the outer part of it and that makes the uh, cortisol, cortisol and chemicals like that kind of the slow stress chemicals. Adrenal is the emergency. You, you When someone scares you and says boo and you feel like guilt to your heart, that's adrenaline, not I cortisol. See. See. Cortisol is when you feel really heavy or you can't breathe because you're under tremendous stress for days. Okay. That's the cortisol one. Okay. But they tell you that they're neatly uh, tied in in that area now i knew something was wrong with that when i started studying oriental medicine because yin and yang your yang is supposed to be on the border right your goosebumps that's the yang to protect you on the border your yin doesn't have any feeling it's inside you once you get through the skin you don't feel anything unless you hit the outer part the yang part of a vein or an artery uh, or a nerve so i knew something was wrong but then years it took me to track down the fact that actually the cortex spreads out throughout the body in various places and the medulla which is supposed to be confined to the middle the smallest of all is actually not only in the heart but in every skin cell that has a that has a tyrosine or phenylalanine in those amino acids and it processes our cortisone processes our vitamin d and many other chemicals and makes it into energy for us so the first thing for stress is to get sunlight and we're deprived of that uh I think deliberately a lot of times they uh, they design office buildings like Charlie Munger here has a dormitory at the college at the university that has the light piped in on your computer so that you can tell if it's dawn or not. No windows in any of the dorms, only on the outside of the dorms. Anyway, uh, adrenal fatigue, as they call it they're going to tell you to take all these supplements and things like that and actually what you need is red light uh sunlight hmm. and uh and find out what your who's the matter with you because oh. that's what causes the stress it's always the who. and most adrenal fatigue is is really real but it's caused by putting the wrong things in your body for instance if i take cod liver oil it's not going to hurt me for six weeks then suddenly it's regarded as a foreign toxin and the adrenals attack it. Wow. So of course I'm going to be under stress at that point. And uh, other foods, when you take them for a long time, the body will regard it as something other than us because it's not supposed to be there that often. What kind and of the foods, body will know it. What
0: kind of foods, Adam, than the cod liver oil? Uh, it would, uh,
1: nitric oxide, nitric. foods that have it, like uh, super beets. Now, beets supposedly have nitric oxide no only the beets that are given artificial fertilizer because they're like bulldogs a bulldog if you give them unlimited food they'll eat themselves to death the same with a beet it's supposed to it's desperate for nitrogen it needs a little extra than normal so if you give it it just gobbles it up and doesn't know where to stop so celery uh beets uh certain uh, they are hogs. They should never be eaten uh, non-organic because of that very fact.
0: Interesting. So, so, so for for Marvin, you're saying sunlight, red light, and um, um, what was the other thing for adrenals?
1: Sugar. Wait believe a, it or not, sugar. sugar. Really? You know
0: what kind of sugar? Just, sugar is, is so it?
1: important that the Indians in the north. Now, now, when what happens when a person takes an oyster that's poisonous? They end up in an emergency hospital, and they die often, you know. But guess what? The Indians of Northern California that lived near the beach, they didn't die. What they did is they manufactured their own sugar, refined sugar, out of sugar pine. They took it out of the sugar pine. And so whenever anyone ate a poison oyster, they didn't die. Hmm. They loaded them up with sugar, and they survived. The truth is when people get poisoned, the first thing to do is take— you know, double this amount of sugar. <laughs> this is sugar in a jar here. Wow. Take a whole bunch of it, and it'll save your life. You don't need epinephrine and all of the other type of things, a feedra or whatever. All you need is sugar to save your life. Now, you don't have to eat sugar every day, but if you have a stress, an abscess, a uh, poisoning, uh, you feel your heart stopping take a whole bunch of sugar, and it'll save your life. It's been known for a long date. Date sugar for diabetes, for God's sake. It's the sugar that does it.
0: Is there a big difference between the efficacy of the pure cane sugar from Hawaii or uh, honey or fruit sugar or um, the sugar from coconuts, that kind of stuff?
1: You know, by time... Uh, Once it gets refined down, it doesn't make too much difference. Mm -hmm. But when you eat it in more of a whole form, uh, then it does make a difference on time. Like a beet sugar is a nighttime sugar, a date sugar is a morning sugar, and a cane sugar is a midday sugar. But once you refine it down to a certain level, you get sucrose. And the important thing is sucrose. The worst sugar for you is glucose. And what is glucose? Glucose complex carbohydrates there is no fructose in a complex carbohydrate you'll never find fructose in pasta you'll never find it in rice or wheat or bread or any of those things you'll only find it in fruit sugar like in an apple or an orange or a date or things of that nature Mm -hmm. and that's why it's better to get it in whole form but it's really not going to hurt you in refined form and you don't have to take it like I do. I'm an experiment here, taking it all the time. But when you're when you need an emergency medicine in your medicine cabinet, have a whole bunch of sugar handy. It can save your life from anaphylactic shock. You're allergic to bees, sugar. You're allergic to a snake bite, sugar. Take it right away. Fear, you, f- you find out that they're, they're coming to knock on your door to put a mask on you. Take a bunch of sugar. <laughs> You'll be prepared for it.
0: So for Marvin, any foods that he could take to strengthen his kidneys? and Foods?
1: Uh, one of the things know, I'm that sorry, is not kidneys. Uh, kidney no. bean.
0: No, ad- not kidneys. I misspoke. Adrenals. He's, he's
1: Adrenal gland. Oh yeah. Yes. So uh, what
0: would that be? Any food? Uh,
1: first of all, a high-quality protein in okay. time. And so you would eat almonds in the morning, you would eat beef in the middle of the day, and you would have a dry fish in the time. Uh, that's very important because uh, when our body is missing certain things it uh it goes into adrenal stress because it knows it's a problem oh. that's why people get pika you know they they know they're missing a mineral so they start eating dirt or anything they can or they eat ice when a person eats ice they're missing something in their body if they start craving ice so uh your mineral deficiencies you won't get them if you uh if you take supplements You unbalance each one. If I take a bunch of copper, my zinc is screwed up. But if I take a food, the food already figured out how to balance the zinc and the copper and everything. So the trick for adrenal glands is whole food. Whole food. Just take, eat nothing but whole food. And regardless if it's a vegan or it's a carnivore or if it's a keto or whatever, you're going to be better off and not have adrenal fatigue if you do that, especially on time.
0: If you're talking meat uh, midday, as you do in solar timing um, uh, chronobotic nutrition, what's the cutoff time in the evening when you would change from beef to fish for the best uh, body function?
1: In between 6.30 and 7 o'clock at night, you can have fish and meat combined.
0: <laughs> oh, and then 7.30 solar is when you switch over to fish.
1: Yep, and some fish are midday, uh, a brook trout, not a lake trout, because they use a lot more oxygen you'll find when you study those various trouts. Uh, there's about, I have a giant food list I sell uh, also that's uh, available at uh, com, uh, uh, and... Uh, it shows the uh, various midday foods, uh, I mean midday fish and the nighttime fish. Almost all the fish are nighttime, but there are a couple that you can actually eat at midday. But the cutoff time is going to be uh, 6, you have a in-between time between 6.30 and 7 o'clock at night, between growth zone 2 and 3, and then also between uh, uh eleven thirty in the morning and twelve you combine your avocado with your uh, taco you know your meat so, taco
0: so since we're on daylight savings, sometimes I have a hard time doing this quickly so say seven o'clock solar is my cutoff time from meat seven o'clock solar um, when it's seven o'clock solar it's only eight o'clock it's eight o'clock here is that right? We moved it forward, so it's not really seven, it's really six. Oh, so I could all the, I could go up all the way to 8 p.m. daylight savings time and still do a steak. Is that correct? Am I on the right track
1: there? You can, so you get a lot of leeway. Yeah. By the way, you can eat meat in the morning, yeah. but guess what? You'll go to jail. You know why? Why? Now, the ancients ate meat in the morning, Giraffe. A giraffe eats nothing but from a tree food. So a giraffe is perfect. But try to kill a giraffe in Africa oh, and I see, see yeah. how yeah. long yeah. you go to prison. <laughs> the other thing, panda bears. But try to kill a panda bear in China and see how long yeah. you go in prison You're or concentration a prison. camp. Yeah. Now, squirrel is a morning food. It just eats acorns. Other foods are kind of in between, like a rhino. They eat a lot of things out of trees and things like that. But they really shouldn't be eaten in the morning. But giraffe Panda and squirrel, and any animal, a songbird, a songbird that just eats things off trees or eats uh, uh, flying insects, they're mourning. People don't know that in Manhattan in about 1850, just before the Civil War, they had a giant songbird uh, market. People ate robins, bluebirds, goldfinches, cardinals, no all of those were dead crows, all of them. They ate them. They had a huge market as big as the Fulton uh, 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 fish market. Fish market,
0: wow. So that's pretty interesting. Um, birds. So then for morning, if people wanted to get protein, the, the almonds are the best go to for that?
1: The highest protein of all. Almond means all world, all monday, monday, all Uh, world. world. Uh. And if you look it up, you'll see every mineral is high. The other nuts are spacey. So your best bet, if you can't get a hold of an almond, is to eat three of any other nut, and you'll pretty much approximate an Hmm. all world.
0: And how long do you soak? Only three days at the longest, right? Three days?
1: It's three days okay. is the maximum. It, it starts to have effect at six hours. Do it in the refrigerator where sure. you're going to get uh, foam on it that you don't necessarily – is not good for you. And don't go past 72 hours because it starts to ferment and uh, it turns the, uh, the acid in it that's prussic acid that turns to amygdalin that turns then it turns into benzoic acid and it's not really helpful to you anymore and the fermentation process is not good so we usually have three jars that we soak in a row and we take it out the third day at about 68 to 72 hours usually it's soaked in the refrigerator you
0: just number them so you know which one is coming out so you always have almonds ready to go right
1: Right. Now, the third day is important, according to Swami Nitty Gritty, for something called the Tannic Square Root Reaction.
0: Sure, I want Do that. Do not
1: ask me what that means. <laughs> I want that. I no, no
0: I want some of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's Swami talk.
0: It's Swami talk. <laughs> this Tannic Square Root. God.
1: The Tannic Square Root Reaction.
0: Where, where did your teacher, uh, Swami Nitty Gritty, that's a great name, where did he come up with all this stuff and who was his teacher?
1: Yeah, he said he gets it from the environment. But he he, he had multiple teachers. The first one was Yogananda, uh, and then Sharon Singh, and some other ones too. He hung out with other swamis like uh, Keshvadash and uh, Satyadananda, mm-hmm. people like that. Yeah. So he hung out with, and, and a lot of swamis we don't know about, because he had a secret life. Uh, I only found out 20 years after he left uh that he had gone up to alaska with a with an american indian and wherever they would stop the indians would know he was there they'd leave the indian on the boat and take him to the powwow Uh so these stories and the all all i ever knew is one time i said i want to move to seattle and he said i've been there that's all he ever said said. and of course that's where he left on their own private boat the two of them went all the way up to alaska and no one else seems to know anything about it i think tom thunderheart or something like that was the name of the guy i've got his name in my notes someplace but
0: he he got all the solar timing stuff that he taught you from these other yogis or where do where'd all that come from where, what's he this? said
1: it came from here
0: from where
1: same master's Chen says the same thing they get the knowledge oh, from yeah, here yeah yeah whatever like, like, Ma- Master Chen and Adano have told me things about themselves. You can't read in a book. They, they know your history. Yeah. Like, one time, one time, I went to a radionic therapist, and he told me that uh, uh, you have 90% of your liver has failed, he told me, from my photograph a month later, and you have strep throat. Now, I got scared because I had strep throat, and I think, I, and O'Donnell was in town, O'Donnell lay, so I thought, I'm going to go up and ask him. So I said, how can my liver be 90% fail? And he looked at uh, Dr. Melissa Wolf, who was an acupuncturist. And he said, Dr. Melissa, does not the liver meridian run past the right testicle? And she said, yes, it does. He said, autopractic. So he had me lying on the floor, move my head in various directions, and he said, oh, okay. And I said, what do you mean, okay? Uh, okay, you're you're okay. Uh, you mean my liver, 90% destroyed, is now okay by just moving my neck like that? Yes. Okay. okay. So okay. I went home. I woke mm-hmm. up in the morning, and now my right testicle is four times as big as my left testicle. Really? So I go back and say, I have a problem, <laughs> another problem. So then, autopractic, he helps me move my head a certain way. He adjusts my neck, and my testicle shrinks down. So I have no idea what condition my liver is in today, years later, 40 that's, years later, 30 years later.
0: That's hilarious. That's
1: <laughs> so how did he know that? You know, How did he know that my right testicle would swell up the next morning? And then that same radionic person, I got another uh, reading from him, and he said – uh, on the day that he looked at me, he said, you have uh, serious arthritis. So I went to Swami Gritty and I said, he says, I have serious arthritis. He said, no, nonsense. You twisted your ankle that day. And I was up at Big Sur and I fell between the rocks and I was in agony for about three days by twisting my ankle." Now, I had told—I had not told him anything about that, so how did he know this stuff?
0: <laughs> yeah, how do you know that stuff? How do you know that stuff? Well, when you're a spiritual and master, another you know that stuff. i got to yeah. tell
1: this one. A good yeah. friend of mine, she might even be listening to the show, her son was diagnosed to to, to be dead in like less than a month. He was going to die. Hmm. So she met Swami Nidigrity and told him, and he started laughing. And she was kind of offended. He's laughing. Tell him to drink tomato juice and molasses. He'll be a fine. He's alive today, has kids, and I think even grandkids. <laughs> yeah. By just drinking tomato juice and molasses. You, you,
0: you've mentioned that before. Uh, blackstrap molasses and tomato juice. What's the deal with that at uh, noon, did you say?
1: Uh, noon or one o'clock, depending if you want to work on your liver, yeah. one to three in the afternoon. If mm-hmm. you want to work on your heart, 12 to one, you only get one hour for the heart and you get two hours for the liver. Mm-hmm.
0: In general,
1: I, I do it occasionally to this day.
0: Do we, in general, um, blackstrap molasses is, is that, uh, iron people take it for iron?
1: Is it what now?
0: People take it for iron, 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 iron.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 iron. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, the iron in it uh, is also has potassium and other things. And by the way, a lot of the iron actually comes from the machinery that it gets into. Oh, it. good. So, <laughs> kind of curious. Uh, Jennifer Daniels likes the inorganic. I'm not really concerned. I I think I have the inorganic right now, but the uh, organic one or the inorganic one, I don't make a difference.
0: When's the best time to take Blackstrap, if you're doing it by yourself, without the tomato Uh, juice?
1: Just by itself? Any time between 11.30 in the morning till uh, 6.30, 7 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Black. It's okay. But for therapy, to target your heart, 12 to 1, and to target your liver, 1 to 3. So I usually take it as a tonic at liver time, because it's always good to have a happy liver. Oh,
0: maybe, yeah, because so many good things happen with the liver, huh? So one to three—that's one to three solar. It's always solar when you're saying this stuff, right?
1: Oh, always solar, exactly. The uh, people get mixed up with the clock, but the uh, the banker's time is how they like to control us. The sun time that we should go by is when it's over our head.
0: Did and you see where? The
1: lowest when it's under. Uh,
0: I think I don't think we're ever going to go back to bankers uh, to real time solar time
1: no i think they're going to keep this daylight savings
0: right forever right
1: yeah it it makes money for astrologers because they have to have all those books now when it would be really (laughs) simple otherwise they they don't like simple simple is not a bureaucratic word or reality
0: hi patrick thanks for having adam on really appreciate it um